TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I am Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damien Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. And we have a very special guest today, and uh, she's going to enlighten us of her journey and her story. She's got a wonderful products. Now, before some of you, this I mean, most of this episode is going to be really for the ladies, but I think, I personally think that it's actually really important for the men to know about this too. So before very. you, yeah, very important. So before you men tune off. Because, you know, it's like we're going to talk about a subject that might be uncomfortable. I think you just need to man up and uh, listen through because it's really Suck it important. Up. Suck yeah. it up, boys. So um, let's introduce Amy. Please tell Hi. us, how are you? Very good, thanks. How are you? Very good. Thank you for Thank joining you. us on this call tonight. Um, tell us about your story, wh- who you are. You're obviously the founder and owner of Tom Organic. Um, tell us what, a, what it is and uh, how you started with Tom Organics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having me. Um, So basically, I am Melbourne-based in Australia, and um, at basically at the age of 18, I was very passionate about design and was designing a new brand of tampon packaging at school. Um, So what started as a particularly superficial project um, to solve problems of tampons falling out in our handbag um, quickly turned into something much wider than that. So as an 18-year-old, I, to be honest, wasn't quite across organics. And at the time, eight years ago, uh, they weren't widely recognised here in Melbourne. And um, I found myself creating mock-ups of this tampon packaging of tampon packaging and as I was going through that process I was reading ingredients on the back of the pack because I had to retype them onto my new packs and um, to be honest I was just I I was quite shocked to find a long list of ingredients in something that I thought was just pure white fluffy cotton and um, as I started researching I found that there were things like synthetics and plastic and bleach and that those things actually linked to a whole lot of unexplained women's health issues and and um, yeah, it was just quite shocking, and I, I almost felt a responsibility to share that kind of information with with my friends and my family and other women who perhaps had not stopped to think about this kind of product because, you know, it's not like a, a food product or a, a hair care product or a skincare product where we, you know, really take the time to, um, I guess, make conscious buying choices in, in this category, and. Um, and so it was really through that process that I began to connect with some pretty incredible people who had spent, you know, one guy in particular, a leading microbiologist in New York, who had spent over 25 years studying the link between toxic shock syndrome and chemicals in tampons, had, had basically proven that if you eliminate all toxins from tampons, you eliminate the risk of, of contracting toxic shock syndrome. So wow. really, you know, all of these sorts of, um, you know, sources of information and, and knowledge and the fact that, you know, I actually couldn't go out to my local supermarket or pharmacy and find a product anywhere that was um, certified organic, I guess for me just made it pretty clear that being quite an entrepreneur of mine from a young age and growing up in a family where, you know, my family did run small businesses. Um, that was 
was almost like a no-brainer for me that I, I really had to solve that problem and, and make this product available for women. So um, you know, I was 18 and I wanted to start a tampon company and I was like, right, where do I start? So I actually went on and studied an entrepreneurship degree at university for three years and, and learned how to run a business and start a business and, um, and then went on to launch Tom, which is Australia's first... Uh, Australian accredited certified organic tampon and pad brand and um, Tom actually stands for time of month so what we really wanted to do was articulate um, a, a pretty beautiful visual storytelling um, scenario through our brand and packaging to inspire women to live a life that's that's basically uncompromised in, in all areas so for me, Tom was a trigger point to starting to think about the kinds of products that I was putting, you know, inside and on my own body. And, um, you know, it's it's my vision that it really is that kind of trigger point and, and product for a lot of other women who might not have stopped to think about the chemicals and the buildup of, of toxins that are in the products that we use every day that may not be so exciting to shop for. So... Um, I'll tell yeah. you what, Amy, there's, um, there's a whole lot of girls listening to this right now just either have just fallen off their bike, run off the footpath, <laughs> um, <laughs> or oh, no, magic no their car because they're so shocked. Because on your website here you say um, that, that a lot of these, the tampons contain rayon, viscose, pesticide sprayed cotton, propyl, uh, polypropylene, tree pulp, bleach, synthetics, chemicals and plastics and all these sorts of things that are found inside tampons of which girls will be mortified to know that they're putting inside their body. And, and I'm sure that many guys and certainly I was mortified to find out that my wife could be using those sorts of products in her body and I was like, my gosh, we've got to transfer, change all of this. So we threw out all of the bad guys stuff and put in all of the good guys stuff which is your stuff. So our whole house, my whole practice has got Tom's everywhere. But... Um, to, and even if we have a spill in our kitchen, we use Tom, right? Because it's. <laughs> so, but, uh, but, but, what's amazing to me is that the marketing out there would have many women suggest, like feel that even if they buy something that says natural or cotton, that they're buying something um, that would be safe and organic. But that may not be the case. Is that correct? Yeah, look, I mean, for us, it's never been about um, being negative about the other choices and the other brands available. It's always been, you know, the uh, emphasis on the positive choices that are available and, that, and one of those is Tom. And um, you are correct there. For us, there is in our industry a big difference between natural and certified organic. So um, unless cotton is actually certified organic, chances are it's been sprayed with pesticides and it's been processed and um, that's quite concerning because conventional cotton is actually the world's dirtiest crop so we're talking about one of the most delicate beautiful uh, crops and plants that is brought to harvest with over 25 percent of the world's total insecticides so wow. um, you know also being quite a water intensive crop you know all of this comes off into local waterways and communities so we're not only talking about the effect on women who use the end product but we're talking about a full life cycle of of this crop um you know from from waterways all the way through to us as users and then all the way through to landfill as well um, wow. our products are well biodegradable so that's you know very important yeah and i think this is a great conversation for us to have amy for for all of the guys and girls who are listening to our podcast show because um it really 
gives shines a bit of light on this whole, I guess, uh, personal care industry. Whether that's you know skin products, whether that's shampoos, whether that's shaving products, uh, whether it's you know female hygiene products, is that it seems to be an industry that isn't particularly well regulated. And as Damo was sort of alluding to before, there can be some claims there around organic and around natural. And you know, I know we certainly found this in our practice when we were looking for products we were happy to stock in the practice. Um, that you really have to look through all of the claims on the packaging and actually turn it around and look at the ingredients and see if you recognize those uh, to figure out what's what. Is, has that been your experience when you sort of went through and were looking at those packets, Amy? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think in our industry and similar to others in the personal care industry um, is that so long as you have an accreditation that is uh, credible and recognized like the Australian Certified Organic Bud logo on the front of a pack, um, you are guaranteed that that product has integrity and is chemical free. So I think my, my advice is that it's just really important to trust uh, Australian certifications for organic products. If there's not a certification on there, there's, there's probably a reason why um, and, and that might be because there's chemicals in that product. So uh, another simple thing to do in our industry is just, I guess, flip over the the pack of, of tampons that you have or pads and and have a read of the ingredients on the back there there's a list you know so uh for our product it's just certified organic cotton but for others you will find things that we've mentioned before like the plastics and synthetics wow uh, amy um one of the things that was striking to me was that um and colby who put me in touch with you uh, showed me a, a picture of this experiment that you did is you, you got one of the tom's tampons put into a glass of water and you got another brand and put that into water and there was a whole bunch of particles like of the tampon from the other brand still left in the water like that actually the tampon had fallen apart as if to say that if you're using this particular product it'll fall apart inside you which just blew my mind that there would be particles left behind and what the heck are they going to do in the body? And then the, the Thomas one didn't fall apart, which for me was very impressive and it's it, for me that was what struck a chord. Oh, okay, organic was good. Okay, it was good for the environment. But the thing that was that was the greatest was there was no bits being left behind, which I liked. Mm, yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's a, a very interactive way to have a look at what goes on inside our bodies because again it's it's an internal product so it's not something that we can observe so yeah it's quite simple you know if you get two glasses of water you can put a tom tampon in one a conventional in the other and typically the reason why you know you might have seen those fibers or particles floating around in that water from the conventional tampon is because uh, the combination of fibers in that product have been so heavily processed and so strung out that they actually don't intertwine and, and sort of weave together like a natural cotton or fabric would and so you will see fibers coming off in that water and I think the most concerning thing is not necessarily what's left behind I guess it's really what's inside that product that's being absorbed into the most um, sensitive part of our body and, um, you know, we use over 12,000 of these you know, tampons in a lifetime. So, you know, guys, we're talking about a pretty significant build-up here. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> and, um, and so when, when you look at the Tom tampon, you're right, there, there is minimal residue coming off that product. And, and if anything is remotely left behind, it is just certified organic cotton. So you are guaranteed that 
there is really nothing being absorbed at all into our bloodstream. So, wow. Um, yeah. and I think that's a really important point there as well is that, that it is about what gets absorbed into your bloodstream. I think people sometimes have the idea that, you know, if they're putting stuff on their skin or, you know, hygiene products that that it's, you know, on the outside and it's not necessarily going to get absorbed into their body. Um, but I always like to use with people the analogy of, you know, a nicotine patch. You know, and you say, well, how does a nicotine patch work? You know, you put it on the outside of your skin, but it obviously ends up on the inside. And, and the same sort of thing can happen with all sorts of different chemicals in these products if we're not careful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, they, they all have a build-up at the end of the day. You know, our body, bodies can only take so many toxins. And um, whether it's through, you know, hygiene products or food or skincare products, you're right, you know, it does build up. And as a result, uh, you know, there are health concerns associated. So we call it, you know, preventative health. You know, if you can be eliminating as many chemicals as possible that you put inside and on your body, then... I guess that just makes sense, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. I know what happened there. Everybody just went quiet for a second. That's <laughs> yeah. Really, really now, we do this all the time. Now, Brett mentioned shaving products before, but I don't think Brett's ever had a shave in his life. So I don't really <laughs> think he's talking about it. But obviously, Lawrence, oh, Lawrence, I don't think, has grown a beard. But I shave all the time. Um, and there's many things that I suppose we should be considering uh, with regard to that. And I've, I, I suppose at some point, the wellness guys should do some kind of interview um, with somebody who does stuff about, you know, skin products as well. But is there anything in particular that maybe you might you can mention that across the board that people could look for that you know to be potentially toxic that we should all avoid? So do you mean like a particular um, chemical in products or? Yeah, is there something that's quite common that just seems to be across? Like, for example, titanium dioxide, which you find in. Um, in sunscreens and also in toothpaste and deodorants. So it's in three different products, one that you put in your mouth, one you put under your arms, one you put on the skin, hugely toxic, but, and we find it in these products. Is there anything mm. else that we should avoid? Yeah, look, I mean, our industry is more related probably to the textile space. So if we're looking across the board with regard to um, that industry, pesticides are something that for us are really concerning. So... That's probably across the board from a, a food perspective as well. Um, so, I mean, I don't really specialise in um, cosmetic or skincare products, but I know that, you know, myself as a consumer, I do look at ingredients and whenever I see a word that I don't understand or my grandma wouldn't understand, I throw it in the bin, you know, I don't use it. Um, and if there's not a certification, again, that's a reason why I wouldn't. But pesticides are a big one. Um, they have been linked to, you know, infertility and um, many other serious, significant health issues. And um, and that's something that whether it's in um, cotton clothing or, or bed linen or um, your tampons you know, that's just something that we really um, suggest to avoid if possible. So, so um, yeah. Amy, I'm, I'm interested in your journey. You know, you mentioned that this was kind of the first step for you into a foray into analysing, I guess, the rest of the products in your house. So, um, you know, what other changes have you made? Like what other products have you found inside your house that you weren't happy with the ingredients? You know, what have you changed in terms of your diet and, and other stuff like that as well? Yeah, great question. Um, look, for me, it's all about going local as much as possible and um, just being familiar with and comfortable with the buying choices that I'm making. So um, a big one for me is household cleaning products. I just had no idea how, how lethal they were. 
Um, there's a reason why they ask you to put gloves on before you use some of those products mm-hmm. because, you know, we are talking about bleach, um, which which is something that, you know, can kill you, a single drop of that. So um, absolutely the household products. I love shopping at local farmer's markets and, um, you know, picking up local produce that's seasonal um, and preferably organic wherever possible. But, again, it's it's been all about balance for me. So... I'm not extreme in any way, uh, but it's about um, making choices every day that um, I guess I, I'm, I'm conscious about, you know, and, and so long as I feel comfortable with that, I think um, I think that's really where I've found my happy place. You know, I make a juice every day. I, um, you know, support local businesses and um, preferably independent health food stores. But we know that at the end of the day, there are also products that we have to shop for at the supermarkets and it it is quite nice to see the growing ranges of organic products that you can buy that are accredited by the Australian Certified Organic Body in in our supermarkets today, which again makes it a little bit more convenient. So another one is toothpaste. That's really important for me that that's organic. So um, yeah, I'm still learning every day though. You know, there are... There are products every day that I'll pick up and be shocked by what I find on the back of those and I think that's mm. still part of, you know, that, that learning process. So um, mm. I'm not there yet but, you know, I, I'm getting there. Well, there's always so many things to look at, isn't there, Amy? Yeah. Um, um, just, Amy, I want to congratulate you for really for everything you've done. I mean, for such a young age at 18 to be able to create such a beautiful design too. I mean, I just love the the creativity and, the you know, the packaging that you've done and what Thank you've done you. with that company. Just uh, what a great entrepreneur. But I want to know from an entrepreneur perspective, you know, how hard was it to sell your product? Um, I mean, you got Woolworths, really, like one of the biggest shopping um, places that in Australia to be able to c- carry your brand. Was it tough to sell it to the big to, to the big name or big boys, um, you know, this type of product be, being organic and more healthier for you? Yeah, look, uh, absolutely. I mean, this wasn't an overnight um, success at all. And um, we've still got a, a long way to go. But um, I think for us it was all about timing. Uh, as I said to you, we came up with the idea, I came up with the idea a number of years ago and had been going back and forth from the retailers for, for a number of years, making sure that we were getting feedback as I was developing this product. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest, three years ago, there was absolutely no sense of organic personal care on radars for mm-hmm. the major supermarkets. But uh, given the time lapse and the trends globally behind organics becoming a way of life rather than a trend, mm-hmm. um, I think that absolutely has um, influenced the buyers in these supermarkets in a really positive way. And and your know, supermarkets are now responsible for driving you know nearly seventy percent of the organic market now. So in Australia. And, um, and so with all of that, that data and research behind the growth of the organic market, we actually found that that really supported our cause and we've been working with some, some pretty supportive and passionate uh, people within Woolworths who really believe in what we're doing and, and really believe that it's important to offer, you know, women who are the primary shopper in their supermarkets a product that recognises and respects their health and just gives them another choice when in pretty much every other category there is an organic choice now. So, um, yes, it was it was definitely challenging to, to sell in this product but I think given the, um, the track record overseas with regard to the trends, this is not something that, that is going to go away. It is a product that, 
is a necessity and um, I think they, they saw that vision with us. Great. So, That's awesome, Amy. Well done. And well done. When, um, when we talk about organic products, Amy, um, often the, the subject of price comes up and, and cost of organic produce. Um, now, I'm no expert on the cost of uh, feminine hygiene products, so I don't know how yours compares, but I'm just curious as to you know, how it does compare and, and what your thoughts are around the cost of organic products, whether that's food or hygiene products or, or whatever, and I guess where you see that now and where you see that going forwards in terms of value as well. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we, I actually did a lot of research into um, pricing when we were starting this business because I, I too recognise that organics are at a price premium, but uh, research says that there's a sweet spot at, a, at about a 20 to 25% price premium on organic products, and that's a general expectation as to what the market will pay. I, I would call that a threshold point. Um, so Tom in our category is priced at about a 25% premium. And um, we're just finding that price is almost, um, although it's, it's, it is a price premium, it's almost secondary when we think about the choice that we're actually making for our health and our bodies and what we're investing in. So, um, you know, we're talking in our category about an extra $12 over an entire year, which in the context of, you know, choosing nothing, bleach, nothing. you know, context mm. of choosing bleach yeah. and pesticides mm. is nothing. It's a great it's investment, so, isn't it? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, yes, it, it's important to be, you know, to consider the price difference. But I think at the same time, education is at the core of why people should really consider choosing organics. Because I think we're investing in our health, and that's preventative. And um, I think we'll save a lot of cost down the track. <laughs> and do you see that? Sorry, do you see that cost difference getting closer as uh, as more and more people lean towards organic stuff? Absolutely, Will. I mean, I've just come back from a trip from, from the US and we've seen the most significant um, increase in organic products ever. I mean, it's growing at, you know, 14% a year over there and, and, you know, you do reach economies of scale. It's um, They're saying it's going to be mainstream in a matter of years, which mm. is so nice. exciting. So, no, you know, amazing. they say that the Australian market's about seven years behind the US, so we've still got a little while to go, but um, the latest BFA organic market report was released two weeks ago, and, and we're growing at a pretty significant rate. I think it's around 12% now, so um, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting, and prices will come down. I think it's just um, voting with your dollar, like they say. It really yeah. does make a difference. The, well, it's really just preaching it to, to the consumers, right? When the, you know, our listeners actually start doing something about it and purchasing and demanding those products in, in our supermarkets, then that's what's going to force people to put, shell, put, put them on the shelves. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, the more we can buy from our suppliers, the, the cheaper we can sell it for. So, um, mm. you know, everyone can support in that way, yeah. Mm. Well done. It's good. It's such a good thing. Look, um, I was speaking with with Colby the other day again, and uh, we'll just talk about the whole price of things. And sometimes when girls or even guys walk through a supermarket, they see that there's a price difference of about a, of about a dollar, and uh, and that's about all it is. It's a dollar price difference per month, and that twelve dollar price difference over the top of the uh, over the time of a year and the health implication. And for me, just Pales into significance when people are going now paying three dollars fifty or four dollars for a cup of coffee um, to to spend twelve bucks extra a year on health products that are going to help you out. I think it just, it makes it's a no brainer to me, and I just think it's great. Well done. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. 
right. <laughs> Amy, um, going back to what you said about the U.S. market, you know, obviously the U.S. market is um, getting massive over there with the organic products and stuff. But there's also the controversy of certain products out there that are, um, you know, they state it's organic or, you know, uh, free range or whatever it is, and, but they're getting caught out because they're actually bought by big companies you know mm. um, and big brands and they actually own them and they're actually found out to be you know social media is actually great at that in the sense that they mm. find out that they're actually not organic now how do you know obviously you're in the business of this and to make sure you kind of touched upon this about being certified organic like is is that the one thing that we need to look for as a consumer is that has to be certified by an you know an australian organic uh, you know is it just one society that you know certifies it or is there multiple things we should be looking for as a consumer when we buy a particular product yeah that's a really good question and i think it's definitely something that um the industry can do a lot better but um Simple answer is yes, so long as there is a credible certification stamp on the front of that pack or that that product that you're buying, it is guaranteed that it is chemical free. Um, with regard to the US market, they have their own set of certifications that are generally compliant globally. Uh, with regard to the Australian market, there's the Australian Certified Organic Body and also NASA. I'm not familiar with any others they're the two leading bodies um but yeah no you're right i think it can be it can be particularly frustrating for us we we do, do see a lot of products pop up that say you know even just as a consumer that they say that they've got organic extracts or organic ingredients and and to be honest that's actually irrelevant um you know unless that product is certified because there could be a multitude of other chemicals and, and products all mixed into that so um i think just keeping it really simple in a category that is growing quickly and does seem to sometimes have a little bit of greenwashing associated to keep it really simple just looking for your credible certification is is the number one way to shop in this category for organics in general so, Amy, just to uh, just to, I guess round out the interview, what's what's your advice for people when they go to the shops? Um, you know, they're picking up the packaging. What do they need to look for? Is, what's the key thing they need to look for? Is it the organic certification? Is it reading the ingredients labels? Um, you know, what is it they need to do when they head into the shop to make sure they're making that informed decision? Yeah, look, I think it's it's exactly that. So, um, the the less ingredients, the better. Generally, Australian don't is always great. If you can support a locally owned product um, over imported products, that's always brilliant. Um, but otherwise, it's just looking for that. The way that I shop is looking for a, a credible certification and, and minimal added ingredients if possible. Yeah. That's nice. It's nice. One other thing, um, you mentioned buying Australian owned. How much cotton do we grow in Australia? Good question. Not enough. <laughs> it's mm. one of the most water-intensive crops, as I mentioned. So, unfortunately, we actually don't grow our cotton here. We yeah. we produce our product overseas, but we make all of our um, packaging and printing, and you know, we run our business and employ staff here in Melbourne. So, we do as much as we physically can um, from a product and business perspective here to support the economy. But um, it's just not physically possible to grow that crop here, unfortunately. But 
Yeah. I think it's a really that's a really good point that you make. It's just not physically possible. And you know, whilst Australia is hugely self-sustainable, there are some products that we can't get here in Australia. And I find the same thing with my cereal product as well that we can't get everything here in Australia. So we've got to go overseas, and we do do everything we can to make sure that the product is tip-top, amazing, everything that we want it to be. Uh, which is, I'm sure, what you're doing too, Amy. And of course, I know you'd be looking out for things like GMO and all those sorts of things. Is that is that correct? Absolutely, yep. Our product's all GMO free. Yep, beautiful. Nice. Just ticking on the boxes, making sure that you ticked all yeah. the boxes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well done. Well oh. done. Yeah. Well, I'm Thank sure there was you. no doubt in that demo. No, no. doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, I just wanted to end this interview with this. Uh, could you please tell our listeners, you know, where can we find your product? Like, where can we, you know, where can we source it? Where, you know, we talked about wars, but is there any other places other than obviously Damiel's, the Damiel's uh, practice? Yeah, where can we find it? Where, 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 what website do you have? And um, tell us. Yeah, great. Well, you can jump on to tomorganic.com. And um, on there, you can actually shop online. We do do subscriptions where you can sign up and we do rolling subscriptions for all feminine hygiene products. So you never have to worry about running out again. We deliver to your door three monthly. Otherwise, we support many independent health food stores and our stockist list is on our website. And um, otherwise, in Woolies and Chemist Warehouse. So uh, we're starting to pop up in a couple of places now. So I hope you can find one of those places convenient for you. So... Excellent. Yeah. I'm sure my staff will be knocking, making sure that I stock it now. So um, yeah. I'll be definitely making an order very shortly. <laughs> Make sure you get in touch with Colby. She'll yes. help you out. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Amy. Really appreciate your insights. And uh, well, I, would, I learned something, boys. I'm sure you did too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was definitely lots of stuff <laughs> definitely. there. So thank you, Amy. Thanks, guys. So thank you much so much for being so supportive. Thank you. So go check out TomOrganic.com. Um, as always, tell us what you think. You know, go to our uh, website, TheWellnessGuys.com. Make sure you tell us on Facebook and tell us what you think about you know Tom Organic, the whole product. You should go check this website out. It's amazing. I just love the product. Just the design. Just going to the website is amazing. Um, I bet you so, wish you were a girl, Lawrence. I bet you yeah, I actually kind of do right now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. So make sure you also, too, guys, uh, make sure you tell your friends to subscribe to us on iTunes because we got something really big, um, obviously, just coming up with the Wellness Couch. So check us out there on Facebook and uh, follow the conversation there. So until next week, guys, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.